Welcome to the Dr. Living Good Podcast, which exists to equip you with real health solutions to make health simple. Well, if you can't have sugar, which I would agree with, why stevia, you might be picking the wrong one, agave, you should probably avoid, and you're more than likely picking the wrong type of maple syrup. We're gonna break that and a whole bunch of sugar alternatives down right now. So let's dive in and go straight to the stevia right out of the gates. Too much of this in the system, if you use lots of it in your coffee and in your foods, can actually mess with your hormones a little bit, also can mess with your gut. However, I do like stevia. I'm not saying don't use it, but you gotta make sure you pick the right one. This one right here, for example, if we flip it over, stevia in the raw, has the first ingredient, dextrose. Typically, any ingredient ending in O-S-E is code word for sugar. So the first ingredient is actually sugar. How is this sold as stevia? It's rather funny sometimes, the marketing on there. Not so funny when it comes to your health, though. So we want to try to find one that doesn't have those. Let's try this next one. This one has erythritol. It's a better than the dextrose. Erythritol can cause a little bit of uncomfortableness in the gut if you get too much of it in. But ideally, we just like to get pure stevia. So let's try a liquid form and try that out. This one is really small, but I'll read it for you. Purified water, organic stevia. There we go. So that is actually just pure stevia. That's what we're looking for. So the sweet leaf brand seems to pass the test. Let's move on to monk fruit. That's another great alternative. I like that one better because it doesn't have those negative effects to your digestive system and or to your hormones. Um, however, it's really hard to find one that doesn't have erythritol also in it, uh, which is rather interesting to me, but that is how most of them are. So this is the one that we do have at our house if we're wanting to use it for baking. The nice thing about monk fruit is it's a one-to-one -one alternative when you're substituting out sugar and putting monk fruit into a recipe, it's just one-to-one. -one. Now, if you're looking at stevia, it's gonna be three quarters of a teaspoon of stevia for every two teaspoons of sugar. So it's a lot sweeter than the sugar. So that just ends up being too much math. So we like to bake and cook with monk fruit as much as we can. So we have it down in the bags as well. Uh, you have a classic, you have a golden, uh, but it's a, it says right on there, it's a raw cane sugar replacement. So you have your sort of brown sugar replacement for bagging, baking, as well as your regular sugar. So we like to go monk fruit. Um, I use it in almost all of our products, but ours don't have the erythritol with it. So our collagen, our greens, they're sweetened with that. So you still get that sweet flavor in your coffee or in your smoothie, but you don't have to buy bagged monk fruit with it and no erythritol included. So that's an even better upgrade. Let's keep going. So let's go all the way up to the top and talk about agave. Typically, I would say just avoid agave. Main reason, it has more fructose in it than sugar. <laughs> so it is very potent when it comes to the amount of sugar in it. A lot of it comes from genetically modified uh, sources and so really just don't use it like to stick with either a stevia or a monk fruit or we'll head to the maple syrups another good alternative outside of the monk fruit if you don't use that for baking or for cooking is to use coconut sugar and the reason is is because it has a way lower glycemic index you are still getting a little bit of sugar with this but it doesn't have that impact on your body to store fat and to put you into sugar burning mode. We wanna to try to keep you into fat burning mode, but coconut sugar might be a good option if you're looking for another alternative. Those two, monk and coconut sugar, fantastic for baking and for recipes. All right, so let's talk maple syrup. There's actually been a rebranding in the labeling of maple syrup recently, where there was a grade A and a grade B, and, a, and the industry realized we're confusing people. You're always thinking that grade B is a lesser quality than grade A when in fact the one I would recommend is grade B. Now what they've done is everything's called grade A, but it's sort of by color from light to dark. 
And usually the darker, the better. It has way more nutrients in it and way more antioxidants. Yes, antioxidants are involved in your syrup. Now, I used to uh, extract this as a kid. We did it once with my dad. We had a maple tree in the front yard, and so we you know, screwed into it and got the sap water out of it. It takes 10 gallons of sap water just to make one of these little guys, and they really distill it down. So the organic process of this is very important. There's so much extraction, so many chemicals that can get introduced along the way that when you see an organic seal on maple syrup, it is absolutely worth it because then the chemicals don't end up in the syrup through that extraction process of boiling 10 gallons concentrated into this little guy. The darker, the better, more nutrients for the darker. So if I was looking at these two right here, I would absolutely go for the dark color, robust taste, as opposed to the delicate taste. Not that this one would be bad for you, but this one would be way more nutritious. And then finally, honey. I love honey. I think it's very medicinal. Uh, you know, you can look at the shelf of the Manuka honeys. I think it may be only needed if you're really dealing with like some severe allergies or you're really going to use that as a remedy. But day-to-day -day honey, the main rule is get it raw. Don't get it processed. Don't get the little, you know, I grew up with the bunny that was not raw. And it's got to say raw right in the front of this thing. This one says USDA uh, organic honey and it's grade A. I still wouldn't pick that one. I would be looking for the one that said there. One that one says raw right there. We're looking for any of them that say that rawest raw honey. There's an organic one. Now the organic is going to make sure there isn't impurities in there, but that raw form is very important to protect the nutrients that the honey possesses, especially when it comes to your allergies, especially when it comes to helping bolster your immune system. Now with that, if you can get it local, even better, because now you're going to be getting the pollen from your local area, which is going to help, especially if you're an allergy sufferer. There's a lot of good sugar alternatives out there. You don't have to be stuck and addicted to that other one. You can still enjoy a lot of delicious foods without having to put lots of sugar in it. And if you want to see a few of these to understand, okay, what should I buy? What, is the, what do the living goods recommend? There's a lot of stuff on the shelf here. I put an Amazon market link down below that links to just products that we actually have in our cupboards and the ones that we actually use. Check that out as a next, as a next step. Subscribe to the channel and I'll keep bringing you more videos to make food simple. Hey, it's Dr. Livingett here. Thank you so much for listening today. If you found this episode helpful, it would mean the world to me to please leave a positive rating and a review. That way we can continue to get this message out to help people all over the world experience real health. See you next time.